Hey, everybody. Dirty Thursday brought to you by River City Speedway. Oh, yeah. It's going to be an awesome show. Co-host Heather McDonald is in the studio today. Uh-huh. Um, also, uh, Nick Sherrick. How about that? Yeah. Show brought to you by Northwest Tire. Speaking of Northwest Tire, Chad's not here today. That's why Heather is here. But uh, show brought to you by Northwest Tires. I tell you what, for uh, tires, work in your vehicle, and more, uh, check them out. Northwest Tire, they're on Gateway Drive. Uh, North Dakota's largest tire dealer. Family owned for over 40 years. Tell you what, from big to small. Uh, man, they do it all at Northwest Tire. Find all the big name brands too. Toyo, Nokian, Bridgestone, Firestone, and more. If you need to schedule your next appointment, call them up, 701-780-8473. Uh, Northwest Tire and Gateway Drive in Grand Forks, helping you get the perfect tires for whatever you drive. Uh, any questions or comments, feel free to call or text our number uh, here at the studio, 701-213-0863, 701-213-0863. Uh, now, let's do it. Uh, here we go. Time for our daily segment called Jokes My Neighbor Tells Me. Jokes My Neighbor Tells Me. Uh, I tried this one out on Paul, the producer, yesterday. We'll see what happens here. You know, when Thor throws his hammer, he's serving justice, right? When Thor throws his hammer, he's serving justice. When I throw a hammer, well, I have anger management problems. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. Uh, let me see here. Get everything figured out. Uh, first up, Nick Sherrick, man. How are you? Uh, good. And I want to thank you for having me on the, on the show today. I'm very excited. It's going to be a lot of fun. You know, I don't know if you've uh, figured out how we got you on the show, uh, but all of a sudden, I think it was Monday, and, and I just put a Facebook post out there saying, I need a wingless sprint guy to be on Dirty Thursday. And most of the people, the majority of the people said your name. Yeah, that's cool. They must be looking for content, I say. So, so. <laughs> <laughs> That's got to be it. And, you know, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, you know, we had talked. I ran into you in the hardware store once in a while, and we had talked. And, and I knew I wanted to get you back on because um, uh, you aren't new to the game of dirt track racing. And, and we will get into that. Uh, I'm going to slide it over to you. How are you doing today, by the way? Hey, I'm fantastic. Thank you for making the long journey. Not a big deal. Yeah. Did you have to come shopping or anything anyway? Um, yeah, we need a couple things, but, uh, I forgot the, uh, beloved, uh, Sam's Club. Oh, I forgot the card. Yeah. Oh, talk to me later. Maybe I can hook you up. We'll see. <laughs> um, go through track schedules here. First off, River City Speedway tomorrow night. Uh, gotta be a big show tomorrow night. We've got five classes tomorrow. Uh, Nosa Sprints, Wissota Late Models, the Midwest Mods, the, uh, Street Stocks, and these non-wing sprints, they're actually the Midwest Power Series sprints. Haven't heard a lot about them. I tried to look them up. I couldn't find out a whole lot of info either. Now, I think they're 360s that are going to run with the 410s. I don't know. I'm really not sure. Uh, then Saturday night, Detroit La- or uh, Devil's Lake non-wing nationals. You guys are going to have a busy weekend. Uh, what else you got? You got the, let's see, Pure Stocks. So the street stocks, Midwest Moz, late models, trophy class, late models there tomorrow too, or no. Saturday? No, okay. no, no, no. That's why we had to do the late model track points championship last weekend. Okay, because they're all up in Greenbush this yep, weekend. Yep, yep. So when we did our schedule, we, we made sure to not step on sure. NLRA's toes, you know, because they're, you know, virtually if you're running a late model, you're running with NLRA yeah. up here. So, you know, when we... When we did the schedule, we worked it out with Brad, and, okay, this is what we're going to mm-hmm. do. And- now, most of the racetracks around here get along that way, don't they? They try to work with each other the best yes. they can? Yes. Okay. Uh, so, okay, non-wing nationals, pier stocks, Wissota Street Stocks, Midwest Mods, and the trophy class. Devil's yep. Lake Saturday. Yep, and it's going to be Hall of Fame night. Okay. So, Rob Hatch is actually the recipient of the um, Hall of Fame. All right, there you go, Rob. 
So, and then it'll be track championship, and then Sunday will be points championship. Okay. Yeah, I was wondering about that because then I looked at Saturday's Greenbush schedule and it shows late models there. And I'm like, no, wait a minute here. What's going on? Uh, Labor Day weekend, by the way, too. Uh, that's the Labor Day weekend doubleheader at Greenbush. They're going to be running Saturday and Sunday. We're running um, Sunday, too. Are you? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yep. Yeah. We, yeah. Labor Day, we always run a two day. Okay. Well, I might have to make a trip down there then. I didn't know that. Uh, so the doubleheader in Greenbush, Saturday and Sunday, and then all our late models, uh, mods, streets, Midwest mods, pure stocks, four-cylinder, lightning sprints, mod fours, and uh, Saturday, Buffalo River, they're doing an enduro race up there. It's another thing I kind of miss doing with the enduro races. But um, tell you what, the weather is going to be brutally hot. Uh, <laughs> they're talking about 100 degrees on Sunday. Um, and, and, and it's funny, Nick says, yeah, I'm going to be in my trailer. I got these huge, two ginormous fans and, uh, you just strip down and, and kind of spread Eagle and let it do its job. Right. We got it. We got to <laughs> let it do its job. Yeah. The crew, like, if they were here, they would, they would be giving me a hard time. Cause I'm a diva when it comes to being hot and I will be sitting my ass in front of those fans. Yeah, yeah. You're going to have to get a cooler just with ice and put your race suit in it. Oh, like, like, like the NASCAR guys. Sure. Do. Like, I don't think that that's necessarily probably a bad idea. No. And yeah. you know, I bet you it retains some of that coolness too yep. for a while because of the layers and all of that right. stuff. But, uh, no, that's a, that's a great idea. But you know, here's the thing. I've always said, and I sweat just breathing. I sweat thinking about sweating. Yeah, I'd same. still rather be too warm than too cold. I don't oh, no. care. I, I would. No. I'd rather be too warm than too cold. No. No? How about yeah. you? Uh, I don't know. I'm a fall guy, so like as it starts oh, to sure. get cool outside. The other morning, it was, what, 52 degrees. I started my pickup. It's outside, and, and I walked inside the house, and I told my wife, I go, it's beautiful yeah, outside. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 52 degrees, it felt amazing. Yeah, and see, back in the day, um, I was a snowmobile racer, and I played hockey and did all that kind of stuff. Well, I don't do any of that anymore. I'm looking for somewhere to go where it's nice and warm. That's what I'd like to do in the winter. All right. Um, I wanted to... Um, ask you first off um tell us a little bit about yourself okay um not not anything to do with racing nothing to do with racing so proud father i got three kids three boys awesome uh married to my to my bride of uh it'll be nine years here this october uh my oldest boy hudson he's our pride and joy born with down syndrome he's going to be eight years old in yeah in november already it's crazy and uh, my little my little Spitfire Cam. He's at the races quite a bit. Heather, mm-hmm. he was in he was in the bar when we were waiting for our checks, drinking a Shirley Temple oh, yeah, two weeks yeah. ago. It was awesome. He's uh, <laughs> he's four. He'll be five in November, and then uh, Bo is our baby. He's two. He'll be three in February. Um, my wife owns uh, Hudson Wellness, which is just mm-hmm. across the street over here, a wellness center named after our oldest boy Hudson. And sure, does well for herself. And I've worked at Rydell's for thirteen years. I started when I was twenty. I'm thirty three. I'll be thirty four in October. Wow, You're just a young yeah. pup, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and do you notice uh, first kid was born not long after the they got busy. That's what you're supposed to do. <laughs> That's what you're supposed to do. Oh, and I was going to ask you too. Um, I just had to take a walk down to the manager's office down there, and um, I see a sprint car chassis in the back of a pickup you yeah, wouldn't happen to know anything that. about that did I you see that? it too i was wondering that i was like whose is that, <laughs> that is uh, funny. yeah that's my pickup you saw and, no. and that's, yeah <laughs> so th- that's an interesting deal so austin pierce uh, one of my best friends you know austin's a mm-hmm. great guy and, and awesome he's, guy he, yeah he was really cool about helping me get uh things rolling i remember i called austin i think it was first part of january end of november just eight months ago or mm-hmm. whatever, you know and kind of told him what i was doing what i was thinking about getting a car and, and running with these wingless boys and Austin literally said on the phone, he's like, you know, whatever I can do to help out. You were so great to me when we started years ago, and, and we'll see what we can do. And lo and behold, we're through this first year just about, and, and uh, 
I just purchased that car from Austin. Yeah, and, and so. you know, we've had him on the show before, and he kind of says the same story about how he got his start and about who the people were that helped him and, and how he kind of hid this from his folks for a while while, yeah. were, while you guys were building this car. And <laughs> and then, you know, it's funny because all these time, all this time later, this all comes around. Yeah, it, it's it's interesting. I love that you said he was hiding that car. He hid that car at our shop for yeah, a while. I know. <laughs> yeah, I think the story was he rented that car from Jeff Vanosik or something and, and paid him a certain amount per mm-hmm. race. And he went and raced in Jackson, and uh, he called me on his way home. He said, dude, I crashed this car. <laughs> He's like, I need you to look this thing over and help me fix it. I need to pour more concrete. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right? So I, I helped him with that and, and, you know, obviously helped him with parts off the shelf, if sure. you will. And so, yeah, it comes full circle. And I'm a firm believer in, you know, be a good person all the time. And mm-hmm. if you do good things and, and take good care of people that, you know, it'll come around. Yep. And, and it's really cool to see that. Uh, coming yes. from Austin to myself as well. There we go. There we go. Yeah. You know, it's funny. I was uh, in the hardware store this morning, and, and uh, your name came up. And he goes, yeah, I was wondering because I started seeing him in here more and more all the time buying little bolts and carts <sighs> and these little things. And finally asked him. That was Swangler over yeah, there. Oh, so, yeah. uh, he, and, and that's when I, he kind of figured it out. But um, um, you were a 410 sprint car driver. Yeah. Yeah, we did that deal. And uh, you, why'd you quit? So it, it was interesting. So... I will say, yeah, I will say it, it's tough to even use the word quit. That's such a scary word to say, mm-hmm. right? It's okay, just you like, stepped it, away. There you go. Yeah, yep. that, that feels a little bit better. But we did that for a couple of reasons. You know, I took work really serious. I've mm-hmm. been with Rydell's, like I said, for 13 years now. But at that time, there was a few opportunities that came up, and racing is challenging. When oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You're a sales manager at a store. You kind of, I mean, you got to be there because mm-hmm. you got to be there for your people and for mm-hmm. the guests and, and et cetera, et cetera. And it was really challenging. I would go to the races at 5 36 o'clock and my mind is still on work. and you're getting and, and you're getting to the racetrack if you're getting there at 5 30 oh. or 6 o'clock that's almost kind of late unless yeah. you got a really good crew yeah and i mean you got to really be focused mm-hmm. and and one of my uh strengths is probably a weakness too i got a great crew of guys that help me now too but um you could say i'm a little, uh, one of the guys in the renegade series they uh, his name's Corey palm he goes you are mm-hmm. the most meticulous guy i've ever seen with a race car so I, I take that as kind of like, oh, man, am I a micromanager? Like, what's the deal there? Or is it kind of a feather in my hat? Because that's how serious I take this. I want to make sure everything's done. Yep. So you get to the track at five thirty six o'clock. Someone might say, your car's ready to go. It's all good to go. I'm still looking that thing over all the way. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So it's tough. Yeah. And, and, you know, the thing is, now, uh, you know this from your days in the 410s. Um, who is very meticulous about going over their car and who isn't. Oh, All you got to do is look at the results yeah. week in and week out. Those guys that people might say, well, he's always doing something, always checking something out, and now he's not happy with this or that. Those are the guys that are always up in the top, too. Yeah, yeah, it sure seems like You it. know, the guys that just load up their car, spray it down, wash it down, and uh, change oil on it and expect to uh, go out and win the next week. It, it doesn't work that way. No, absolutely. There's a lot of, there's so much work that has to get done. You know, in the, at my place now, it's in the garage, which is great. Most mm-hmm. people have a shop and a sure. fancy thing. And I want to be in my garage. I got a three-stall at home. I can put my kids to bed, you know, and 8, 30, 9 o'clock, yep. I can go tinker for yep. a while. And, and the kids can great. even help you if they're interested in doing stuff like that. Yeah, they just like sitting in the car or like, mm-hmm. you know, getting into the grease buckets so that's always fun yeah and, and you know i <laughs> so didn't you haven't had a bleeding breaks yet i no, the kid not yet no no, no. adam soblick <laughs> actually came over to help me bleed my brakes oh, I, right? yeah. I couldn't even get my brother over to help me bleed brakes what the hell yeah because <laughs> that's that's my job it's oh, yeah. like hop in the car and you know and you gotta pump it yeah, and then you yeah. gotta hold it you get a leg cramp yeah, <laughs> yeah you get absolutely. really strong calves that <laughs> yeah, way. it's a great calf workout it's like how i feel after holland beats for a season um 
Now, I didn't. I hated to use the word quit too, because um, I've seen it. I've been around racing long enough now uh, to know when when somebody steps away. I hate it. Yeah. I re- especially in in the sprint car world, um, I think this this wingless sprint division that is now popped up the last few years. I think it's a savior for a lot of guys. Um, I love it, uh, you know, because I've always said I'll stop what I'm doing and watch three kids race a tricycle around a circle. I don't care if it's somebody racing and trying to get there before the rest of them. I'm going to stop and watch. But I think this sprint car, the wingless sprint car, it's a great way. It's a lot more economical. Yeah. Um, but then again, you can say that once it's said and done, it's, you probably don't think it is. But um, I, I know the motors are, are, they last a lot longer and all that kind of stuff. But when it, I didn't mean to use the word quit, but... 13-year break. Um, wow, what, what just, how come, how come all of a sudden you decided to get back? Yeah, no, it's all good. And, and yeah, the quit word, no, no worries, John. We're cool on okay. all that. Yeah, yeah, no worries. <laughs> um, it, it's interesting, you know, I, I, it, it's hard. So I stepped away, you know, and then, and then helped out my brother a lot too because he still raced uh, three, four years after yep, I was done yep. even. And then for my mom and dad, they owned all the stuff, you mm-hmm. know, and obviously that's a financial burden off sure them a little is. bit, right? So that, that part of it was really good, too. But it, it was challenging that even after Chris was done racing, we were like, okay. We called a gentleman out of South Dakota that came and bought everything, you know, cleaned everything out. We still have one 410 actually sitting in my parents' shop. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 Fun fact, we still Just have one case. motor. Yeah. yeah. You never know. Yeah. So, um, but we did all that on purpose, and I canceled, like, Dirt Vision. I canceled oh, Flow yeah. Sports. I was going to ask you. Yeah. I quit coming to the track. You know, I wasn't watching. Even when the Outlaws came to mm-hmm. Forks, it was like, nope, nope, I'm doing other things. You just try to do everything you can to stay away, but you can't. No. No, and then it was like made the mistake of, you know, you go to a couple races, then you smell like, as a, as a spectator, you go to the racetrack, it's the best feeling. It's the best, like, sensory feeling. Mm-hmm. You walk in underneath the nostalgic grandstands and Grand Forks, and you get a mixture of, like, spilt beer, oh, yeah. sunflower seeds, a little cigarette smoke, yep, it seems mud. like. And then, yep. and, then yeah. the, and then the smell of mud and like burning, poop. burning methanol all together. <laughs> yeah. And it was like, oh my gosh. I know, I'm it's like heaven. <laughs> yeah. So did that deal, you know, and um, and then just kind of got rehooked again. And, mm-hmm. and, and thank God for my wife to be as supportive as she's been. There was a gentleman selling some stuff this winter, about that end of December, January deal. And I started looking closer and closer at this car and... Um, yeah, the rest is kind of history. So, yeah, <laughs> I was I was I was sold a tour saying that we were going to do this. I'll build a car over two three years, and yeah, it was like two or three weeks, and the thing was oh, yeah, done. Yeah. So, <laughs> so did your wife have any like reservations? She, you know, she's amazing. She's always been super supportive and super great. And the thing is, our kids, you know, like my life mm-hmm. is my wife and kids sure, are number sure. one, and, and they're they're absolutely that way for her too. And there's been, you know, we kind of have a rule. It's like let's let's do everything with the kids because we only get a few hours with them at night. And then, you know what? They go to bed like 8.30. Mm-hmm. It's like I can work in on the race car from 8.30 till midnight if sure, I want to. Sure, And that's kind of our rule we have at home. It's like when we're there, we're with the kids. Yep. We're doing our deal there with them. Then when they go to bed, then we can be on race car stuff all we want. And that's just kind of the thing. And as long as I follow those rules with my wife, she's very good. Yeah, and, and you know, um, Heather will probably, much to her chagrin, um, I had that same conversation with Chad Hoff a couple of years ago, and that's the reason pretty much the main reason why he stepped back from Devil's Lake because got one kid, they only got one chance to watch him grow up and hang out with him and do these things, and he decided to step back for a while and and do just that. And, I mean, you've got girls. You are – you're busy too. Yeah. Uh, And school start today, yesterday? No, uh, we actually started school last week. Oh, you did? Okay. Okay. So school starts, and the way skating goes now, are they already skating? Nope. Um – 
We just got skating registration sent to us here a few days ago. I think the ice will go on here in October because mm-hmm. uh, they got the rodeo during the sites. Oh, sure, So the sure. ice will go on sometime after then. But, you know, uh, we only have two rinks. And one's the barn or the build your own. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's got to get a lot colder for right. the ice to go on in there. But um, I anticipate probably like the first week in October they'll start putting ice on. Yeah. So. Yep. Okay. Uh, by the way, I like the advertising on the shirt. Thank you. That was smart of you. Well, you know, it was actually kind of, it was more or less, it was on top of the clean clothes pile. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> That's kind of how I wear this one, too, although I do wear this shirt a lot on I Thursdays. I got a Bouldering Boy shirt. I think it's still in the pickup. Really? Yeah. All right. Well, good. You got one with us in the back. Yeah, the this black is, one. This is the prototype. This was the very first one. Where, uh, yeah, where it came on the front. But... There you go. Awesome. It kind of looks like me, <laughs> I guess. Um, I wanted to ask you, um, we talked about how you got out of the 410 sprints. So you stepped away for a while. Um, boy, that wreck in 2006, was that the worst one you've experienced? Yeah, it definitely was. That was. It's funny. People say like, oh, do you have any highlights from when you were racing sprints? It was like, no, nah, I just have low lights, you know? <laughs> <laughs> it seemed like uh, a lot of people were like, man, you really crashed a lot uh, on the big scene. And it's like, yeah, you know, like unfortunately that did happen. And uh, there was a nasty one. That one actually didn't hurt as bad as when Craig Delansky and I got together in mm. hot laps, believe it or not, when the outlaws were in town. Yeah, oh. that hurt really bad. I couldn't. I couldn't. Uh, I couldn't kneel down for like two weeks. It yeah. hurt so bad. But the one in Fargo was pretty gnarly. My buddy Grant Boyum. Grant worked on our race cars for mm-hmm. a long time, and Grant actually now works for Stenhouse Junior's Cup Car. Oh sure, yeah, he's yep. out in Carolina and. Grant actually texts me. He goes, hey, if you go on Dirt Vision, that crash of yours is on there. If you click on this link, whatever, right? So I was like, okay, I'll go check it out, you know? And so I checked it out. And then a few of my buddies at work were like, dude, you got to post that on the Double Down site. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it's like, all right, whatever. So I posted that on there. But that was a gnarly one. I ended mm-hmm. up in the um, ambulance ride, sure, you know, to sure. the ER deal, the whole nine yards. And, and uh yeah, that was a pretty gnarly one. But. You know, uh, we talk about gnarly crashes. We also, Dob Meyer got in a pretty good one again yeah, uh, sure last Friday night. And actually where he crashed, I remember years back when him and Mitch Mack got together. And that crash was, I thought, a lot worse. But, um, you know, it, it, it didn't look good. Uh, you know, and then you, I get the call that they're bringing him to the ER. And, you know, then I get another call. Ah, just a, just a bruised lung and a little, maybe a little concussion. Well, then he goes down to Houston and takes third on Sunday. Oh, yeah. yeah, he was flying too. I watched yeah. him. You know, it's like Jesus, man. Another lap, he maybe had a chance. Yeah, and then um, him and I, we took his two boys out fishing yesterday, catfishing, and we're smoking cigars and drinking beer. Oh, we got a little bit of a backlash on Facebook. Who could he smoke a cigar with a bruised lung? Wow, oh, no uh, way! Yeah, yeah, it's like yeah. come on, come on. He's a big boy now, but um, the boy, last you- time I checked, Mark is an adult and he can make his own decisions exactly in life. Yes. and i don't think they meant it in a bad way but um he he's you talk about black and blue and sore though yeah. uh where his knees i'm guessing his knees come together mm-hmm. uh pretty black and blue and then for the hans device yeah yeah is very black and blue and then on monday he had to go back down to the cities to the burn doctor oh man uh, for his <laughs> deal you know uh it, it never fails um and <laughs> They had no idea that this is what he does, you know, and they started showing, he showed them the wreck. Well, Herod, this is what happened to me on Friday. And they're like, oh my gosh. And he goes, yeah, in fact, um, they were, I was in the same hospital two years ago and I broke my back in a wreck. <laughs> yeah, jeepers, man. 
like, um, you know, pretty soon the physical therapists are going to know him, you know, on a first name basis. It's going to be on a first name basis, yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That's how it used to kind of be with me. Um, The Double Down Motorsports. How did you come up with Double Down? Yeah, yeah, that's an interesting question, too. A lot of people give me a hard time because Jason Sides on the Outlaws, you know, he's Double Down Jason Sides. Mm -hmm. Believe it or not, there's no correlation there whatsoever, so... Um, if Jason's listening, I didn't steal that from you, pal. But okay. emulation is the finest form of flattery. So sure it is. That could be a good thing mm-hmm. too. But um, I, I like playing a uh, little blackjack, you know. And obviously, mm-hmm. when you double down playing in, in blackjack, you're putting double your money out there. Sure. And you're going to go after it. You're kind of all in and double down and split. Yes, double or, downs and splits are even split, more fun. When you have to split, and then it, and then it, and then it's you know oh, yeah. two eleven. So then you're like, well, I got to double. You know, yeah. I got to double this twice now. Yeah, yeah. Having fourteen, eight, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen hundred dollars down on a blackjack table in Vegas is, is a little nerve wracking. Oh, oh my god, yeah, you guys play way more than no, I would. She <laughs> plays way more than I do. Yes, <laughs> it wasn't me. Huh? I was just sitting there. Oh, oh okay. Yeah, yeah. That, that, that's just kind of the deal, though. So it's double, meaning like the second time mm-hmm. we're doing this, and then and then we're kind of all in, you know. And we're, we're, did you ever deal? Blackjack? I never did. My brother dealt blackjack okay. for a while when he I, lived in I, Mayville. Yeah. Okay, I, thought, I just like to play blackjack. Sure, sure. Do you still play quite a bit? Only when I can. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. funny, my wife and I, if we get a random date night, you know, mm-hmm. we'll go out to eat, whatever. And then always on the way home, I look over at her. She looks at me. We're like, we going to stop for a half hour? Or what are you thinking? And we both think the same thing. We love it. We don't go crazy, right? Okay, so she doesn't bit. just go watch you. So you, she, can oh, walk, no. so you can walk away. I can walk, well, yeah. Yeah, we can walk <laughs> Well. She's actually really good, though. There's a lot of times you said that while you were watching, it's like, I enjoy standing there watching her play. Mm-hmm. We play yeah. the exact same way, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's not, it doesn't matter if they're dealing the cards to her or to me. Like, yep. whatever move she's doing or however she plays yeah, is the same way That's kind of how it is at our house. Well, except, well, sometimes I'll jump in, and then sometimes Nolan needs me to jump in. Just to oh, gives you the wink, like hey, hey change no, the stuff a little it's, bit. it's more or less the the cards need to change. You need yeah. to jump on. Sure, just something different. Yeah, yeah. Like the cards are not coming out right. You need to jump in. Yeah, it's it's fun though. I yep. mean, playing a little blackjack there. I think next door rumors. Mm-hmm. I basically grew up playing blackjack at rumors. <laughs> My father and I lived across the street. We came here all the time. Oh, yeah. sure, yeah. sure. BT and Jake and those guys yeah. over there. What a great, oh, yeah. great. Well, group. Nolan actually, when he was going to school in Fargo, that's how he paid his rent. Really? Yep, he didn't have a job. He played blackjack. No kidding. Yep. That's what I should His tell people. That's how I take him. care. That's how I pay for racing, I should say. I play blackjack. That's why it's double down motorsports. Oh, okay. So what you guys are saying then is just go play blackjack and yeah. you won't have to I, worry I about anything not, anymore. I do not recommend that as a financial <laughs> yeah. plan. No, stay away. It's strictly yep. for fun yep. if we have, you know, a yep. couple twenties burning a hole in our and, pocket. And we you know, know with yeah. the with the horse racing and stuff, uh, and the dog races over here, um we see who is in and out every day. And um, um my sister in law is actually an accountant and some of her clients are that's what their job is is professional gambler and that's what they do but um it's not like you just go pick random numbers and random horses and stuff they have to do their due, due to. diligence, diligence too and yeah. they gotta and they gotta do their their research and figure all this stuff out and figuring um, out the odds i can never I, yeah i don't yeah. under over whatever yeah, i'm no. not, yeah i'm um back in the day when i lived on the west coast i used to bet on football games basically the only gambling i do i'll, I'll put a dollar in each machine pull tab machine at the drum one dollar each. I mean, I know I'm a big spender, but um, yeah, even uh, when I went to Vegas, I had more time. I had more fun um, going down to Fremont and yeah. watching the Freak Show. Fremont's a blast. Yeah, yeah. I'd rather go to the when we went down for the UND game last year. That's yeah. all we did. Like yeah. we just kept hopping on the bus and going downtown. Yeah. And then after, well, there there's a story about the bus going downtown. And then after that, my nephew, my nephew came with us. Uh-huh. I bought him a UND ticket. Okay, as, uh, as a present because he had. 
I had missed so many birthdays because he was overseas with the military. Oh. So I was like, well, I'll tell you what, I'll, I'll buy you a, a ticket to the UND game. All our, our rooms were comped. I was like, you just got to pay for your flight and mm-hmm. your food and drink, whatever. Absolutely. You know? And uh, we get off that bus and we're waiting for the bus. And my nephew goes, do we have to ride the bus again? And I'm like, no. No, we'll, we'll Uber we'll Uber back to mm-hmm. the strip. But there's a story, and it's it's kind of a comical story. Well, don't but it's tease not, us. It's not. It is. It is not a PG thirteen story. When has this show been PG thirteen? <laughs> <laughs> this is like rated X. Oh wow! Oh, one of them bus stories. Yeah. <laughs> Exciting. Yeah. yeah. Uh, maybe off record yeah off the yeah. camera maybe yeah. we'll talk about it yeah. all right um tell you what we're, we're going to take just a little bit of break here uh, i want to talk about valvoline instant oil change uh you know life is always ever so hectic um you know when you go get an oil change a lot of times it's going to take you a couple hours um i love going to valvoline instant oil change i'm usually in and out of there uh, 15 20 minutes usually for sure less than a half hour uh when i get my oil change they top off the fluids they check my tires battery my lights my wipers my cabin air filter uh and they do more than just oil changes you can get tranny and coolant flushes uh battery work tire work all that kind of stuff uh you'll get a discount if you're a fleet owner you get a discount if you're in the military they can text an email invoices and coupons and here's the best part mention grand forks best source they'll knock ten dollars off your oil change open monday through saturday no appointment needed just swing by 3325 south 38th street you can call them 701-780-8462 make sure you tell them grand forks best source sent you and knock that ten dollars off your oil change uh along with our guest host heather mcdonald we're talking with nick shirick the driver of the number five western renegade non-wing sprint car now when we talk about these wrecks nick um you were in a couple doozies uh, in your 410 with the wing on it. Um, you haven't got to uh, figure that part out yet in the wingless yet, um, yeah, which, well, I mean, knock on wood. I yeah. really hope that that does not happen. I, yeah. I do, too. Um, the wing, you know, everybody knows the wing <laughs> is to keep the car on the ground, uh, but they also help a lot with dissipating inertia and, 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 and impact and all that stuff on a wreck. Um, does that ever cross your mind? Yeah, it for sure does. So that's part of why you see that uh, the car of Austin's that's sitting in the back of my mm-hmm. pickup right now. It's going over to Dustin Strands this afternoon. He's going to install a halo and sure. stuff up top for safety. But interesting thing about that wing is it really acts as almost a pillow, too. And, yeah. and I hate yeah. to bring up Mark's crash last week, but that's a prime example. If anybody's it is. watching videos, the way he came off the corner in 3 and 4 and he landed on his lid like that, that... You know, you talked about inertia or absorbing mm-hmm. some of that contact, if you will. Energy, I mean, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. That wing definitely does that. And and I, I mentioned my mom and dad a lot, and that's their biggest fear, you know. Mm-hmm. And, and my dad has said that a lot. He goes, you know, that wing was really a pillow more than anything. Yeah. Um, so there's there's that fear there for sure. Luckily, we raced with a lot of respectful guys in the mm, yeah. and gals, excuse me, in the in the Renegade series, and it's it's been a lot of fun. But everybody races pretty respectfully too. Yeah, I, I'm going to say my one complaint about the Renegades. And, and Heather knows, um, because for one thing, I'm not very computer smart. So if I don't have timing on my computer, I mean, I'm used to doing racing old school. Yeah. You know, you get your lineup sheet and you just back and forth. But the numbers on those little tail cones or whatever you call them on your sprint cars, I'm used to looking at a big number on the wing. And Definitely. it's a lot yeah. easier. But when you guys are whipping by, it's hard. And, and I don't know the cars like you do, because I'm, I'm lucky to see you guys maybe three, four times now right. at the most. Well, which, I'll, I'll struggle this weekend yeah. i will because we got all the guys from the north oh, the northern guys and i i don't know their cars yeah yeah so, and you, you try to see that number as you're whipping change, by or if they change like 
paint schemes. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, that one will throw me for a loop, too. Yeah. So, yeah, no, I, I, I get it. I wish there was a way to, like, make the numbers bigger. I know, yeah. You know, maybe it's on the hood or something, so at least when they come out of four, we can see who it is. Yeah, yeah, it, it gets hard. Um, you know, and then, of course, um, all the announcers that are in the stands, you know, they're going to let you know. Right. <laughs> Don't you know, that's, that's Nick Sherrick. Jesus. Well, okay, I, I know. Right. Um, paint scheme, uh, very sharp-looking car. Oh, thank you. I took that. I, I stole that again. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Max, Max Dumsney's an Australian guy who, who oh, races, sure. and um, he had a really cool-looking uh, – his, his number one, he races in Australia, but that design or whatever, really cool-looking um, Valvoline car. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I thought it was really good. I'm a simple guy. I like simple. I like clean. Um, and it was it was a piece of cake to kind of put together. But thank you. Yeah, really proud of the, the way that car turned out. Now um – 2004 Rookie of the Year, uh, back in the old NOSA wow, days. Wow, I'm surprised you even found that. That's Isn't crazy that? to think. That's a long time ago. Um, 19 years. I had to do holy. some digging. I yep. had to I had to do some digging to find that out. But um, what, what are the differences uh, between the 410 with the wing compared to the wingless sprints? Are, do you have to change your driving style dramatically, or yeah. how does all that work? Yeah, definitely. I see Heather shaking her head yes, yep. too. Yeah, it, it's way, way different. Obviously, Nolan played around a little bit in 1-2, and um, my brother, he's he wants to help out, you know, mm-hmm. and all this mm-hmm. stuff. So I keep telling Chris, you know, there's we got to remember there's no wing on the car. The easiest way I explain it to the wing guys is, you think of a, a top wing on a car, on a sprint car, is 25 square feet, right? It's five by five. Yep, yep. And then you That's have a front. downforce. Yeah. There's you, no downforce in, mm-hmm. a, in a wing rest. You got, you got a front wing, too, on a, on a big sprint, yep. and that's two by three, let's say. So let's just say for easy math, there's 30 square feet of downforce yeah. on a winged car. Mm-hmm. And on a wingless car, it's not there. Right. So managing wheel spin and, and trying to lock that car down a lot more than we're used to, it is different. Yeah. So. Trying to like unlearn some of those things that for many years yeah. we did, and yeah. then relearn some new things well, is challenging. Well, like you know, um, Amanda Enright said this like Adam Soblick's first night in a wing car. You know, he's trying to put her in sideways, yeah. like like you do in a wingless car, yeah. Yeah. like you do in a modified or a late model. You can't do that no. in a wing sprint. You have to drive it more or less straight, right? Yeah. yeah. You know, so she's like, "Yeah, we got some habits we got to break." You know, whereas you probably have. For ten habits that you have to break, yep. you know. Whereas you know, mm-hmm. I hear a lot of flack about um, Soblick, and I, you know, he's cheating, he's cheating. I'm like, hey, there's no way that kid. No, cheating. he's good. He is textbook a wingless driver. Yeah, he, like he, he is throwing it into the corners, mm-hmm. and he is legitly like sideways. Yeah, coming through like one and two, three and four, like textbook. How they do it in USAC, right? Mm-hmm. And everybody else is kind of more on that, like, straight, oh. just kind of petering. Like, they're not all the way sideways like a, right. like a non-wing, you know? You know, the thing with Adam, too, Adam Solbuck is a sweetheart of a kid, right? He is. The, total, they're the nicest yeah, family. To, total sweetheart. Paul works. He's a technician. He's a Honda master mm-hmm. technician at Rydell Honda Nissan. And, um, yeah. Uh, they were really, really helpful on helping me get my car finished. Like I said, Adam helped me bleed the brakes. Paul yeah. came over and hooked up all the electrical stuff. We fired up the car together, but... Great group of people. Adam wants to help. He does incredible homework too. Exactly. Talk about watching game film and and understanding how he drives a car in the corner. You name it. And everything he's raced. Oh, that's what he's done. I mean, the kid started from dirt bikes, Mm -hmm. but he does so much homework. It's not even funny. And he's the first person if you ask him for some help or advice, he'll just say, "Well, this is exactly what we're doing. Mm -hmm. Don't know if it'll work for you. This is the deal." You mentioned throwing the car in the corner a lot differently. 
Adam mentioned that to me. I was so used to the wing stuff where you, I mean, you, you throw a wing car in the corner too, mm-hmm. don't get me wrong, but the way you enter is a lot different. And I was so tight entering right away. Mm-hmm. And Adam was telling me, he's like, well, as you're kind of coming down the straightaway, you almost got to kind of start throwing the corner, throwing the car yep. in the corner then. Yeah, you got to be like, wait, you got to be loose, loose, yeah. loose, 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 loose. Yeah. And then, and then try to make the straightaways as long as possible right. versus, yep. versus making the corner sweeping like yep. we used to. So yeah, and that's, some and of that's, that's come a long way. And that's kind of, you know, why, why Nolan wrecked that car. You know, thirty years of racing and he never rolled. Well, mm. let's get a wigless sprint and, yeah, and yeah. He, we'll fix that. <laughs> yeah. So our first car came from Danny Wisco. Okay. Yep. Good and, dude too. Dan's yeah, a sweetheart. Dan, yeah. yeah, we love the Wiscos. We have you know, um Nolan's known them forever. They're from the same area, you mm-hmm. know. We drove all the way to Rozo. Danny had to take a day off of work to meet us in Rozo, pick up this car, right? And then Nolan's like, Hey, I'm gonna stand Tomlinson selling his car. He's like, I'm going to go buy it. And I just had like a gut feeling. I was like, something's... And he's like, I'm going to go race it in underwear. And I was like, uh, I think you should just go pick up the car and come home. Or if you want to go rate, watch. I, I just had a gut feeling. I was like, don't race that car. Well, Stan and Nolan are completely different driving mm. styles. You know, Stan's kind of like on the bottom, you know, whereas Nolan is like crushed the top, wide open, as, as hard as he can push that car. Well, Stan's car was way too tight for Nolan's style oh, of yeah, dry that's bad news. So what happens? Like they get like three three laps in, hucks. Yeah, and there he goes. There he goes. Launch. Yeah, like you know, like there's <laughs> three, three laps, huh? It was like three, four laps. <laughs> oh my yeah, gosh. in the heat, and uh, there's like trees in the background by the. I think it's Highway 83. Okay, that takes you. You know, that's like right yep. by the racetrack in Underwood. Like in the and it's a really shitty video. You could see him like rainbow the trees. Yeah, yeah. And I'm going, <laughs> he's dead. Oh, he's got to be dead because you know when he's old school, he's mm-hmm. like, I don't need no hot device. Yeah, I don't need any yeah. of this shit, you know. And well, he's still alive. He is still alive by the <laughs> grace of God. And I wasn't going. Like I was like, oh, I'm not going. Like was that the last time you raced? Yeah, that car. Yeah, that car. Yeah, and uh, and we put it back together. The car wasn't that bad, and then uh, it went to Parker, and I don't, I think they eventually took all the parts off of it and went in a different route, which was fine. Um, But yeah, that is probably, that was the one time I wasn't going, Mm -hmm. was not going. Like him and Eugene took off that morning, and pretty soon it's like two o'clock in the afternoon. The girl, I was downstairs. Yeah, I'm working downstairs at home, and the girls come down. Can we go to the races, please? I'm like, all right. So we loaded up the car, drove all the way over to Underwood. And wow. Three, How long of a drive is that? Like two and a half, three okay. hours. Okay. Yeah. Um, I never had the phone with me. I just got it now. Thank you, Paul, the producer. But um, Murray Stewart, Paul Erickson, a lot of people watching. Nick Curtis, good morning, all. Brennan Grover, Nick is better Shirik. Right, Chris Shurik? <laughs> uh, he Eric, always gives Chris a hard yeah, time. Eric uh, put wings on it. That's actually, um, I've got that in my notes. Chris versus Nick, who's better? Uh, let's see. Marie Stewart, I love it. Eric Rice, good to see you, Nick. Zach Umdahl watching. Dan Farter, Jack Croker. Jack Croker, love Nick. Greatest dude ever. Uh, Corey Palm watching. Terry Blacklines. Hey, Terry. Nick Palm. Nick, a.k.a. Mr. Meticulous. Uh, Terry Matichek is watching. Congratulations, by the way, Terry. Uh, Steve Nordrum, uh, Nick has become a good friend and is a blast to race with yeah. and talk to. Steve's a great guy. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Good, like I mentioned, too, these renegades, if I can interrupt you for just a second, like 
gentlemen, lady, like total sweetheart of a group of people. They are. Here's what's interesting. So two weeks ago, we were in Devil's Lake on Saturday, and I got a text message from Miles, who runs the Western Renegade series. Mm-hmm. His wife, Sam, sent me a text or a Facebook message, excuse me, and it was something like, hey, a few of us are getting together. We're going to have like a barbecue in the pits. Please bring yourself and your team and join us. And I was like, oh, okay, you know, that's, that's kind of cool. You know, what can I bring? And no, no, just bring yourself, bring your team, come on over. And I don't know, I like to bring something, but it's like, oh, okay. So I kind of told a couple of my guys, and we like to eat, right? Like, oh, we're, sure. We're, yeah, of we're course, good eaters. Of course, we're all in on that, but kind of felt shy or kind of weird, you know? And so I think it was, uh, I think it was Corey Palm's wife came by, hey, you guys going to come over? And we're like, oh, yeah, in a few minutes, you know, and they're all eating. And then Sam came by, and she's like, Nick, now? I was like, all right, I will be right over there. What I'm getting at is they had this huge spread in Matt Knutson's trailer. Great guy, too, by the mm-hmm. way. And it was, it was just legit. Brenton Weiss's wife made these, like, sugar cookies that oh. literally tasted like my grandma's and her yeah. daughter brought yeah. me over a little care package after. Oh, just nice. a sweetheart. But I sent those guys a, a message. We have a Facebook group. And I was like, you know, thanks so much for putting that barbecue on. That was really cool. Be sure to thank your spouses, too. Again, that's just, like, that gentleman thing or that warm yeah. whatever of the group. It's more than just going on the track. And, and respectfully racing each other, whatever. There's some good relationships being built, too. And sure. it's a good group of people. They, and, yeah. They, I want to say that the wingless sprints, uh, the Western Renegades, have really changed the culture yeah. of racing. And it, and it changed it for the good because... The culture bef- hasn't been looking good lately. Oh, before they started, man, I was... I mean, like, I had gray hairs, and I'm like, yeah. what? You know, and, you it know, was um, not. it was not a good thing, and... It's really been a breath of fresh air. Yeah, and so I, when I'm having when I'm like immersed in somebody else's bullshit, yeah. You just go and spend like a good like twenty minutes, half an hour with them and it's just like, oh, mm-hmm. okay. Yeah. You know and, and you know, I talked to another racer uh, about how the culture because everything you see on social media now, it seems like most of it's not good, which and kind of blows started, me away. You know, like you, you expect it in August. Yeah. But it was like this in April. Yeah, yeah. And and he said he blamed it on on burnout guys are getting burned out it's towards the end and it's like i know but it's been kind of all year thing and then i thought to myself well guys are burned out imagine being with like full-time world of all laws or right. something oh my gosh um uh one of your uh workmates is watching and um he wants an autograph randy sattler oh yeah Rand- <laughs> randy's my buddy yeah, yeah i worked with randy actually a long 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 time ago we uh worked together on it that we were concrete ink back in the day. Randy's awesome. I, need, I, needed, yeah. I needed some paint done on my first car, the race mm-hmm. car, you know, and he's like, bring me the stuff. I'll get it done. Randy's the man. Yeah, he is. It's kind of, it's kind of crazy. Like, you know, like I've been in the car business, Nick's in the car business. It's so crazy. Like how much it all kind of comes like full oh, circle. It intertwines big time. Yeah, yeah, it does. It does. You know, you have the same JMA reps and, mm-hmm. and you know, and, Oh, you know so and so. Yeah, I know so and so. You know, or we have the same customers. Yep. Or do you? Uh, you know any of the paint reps? Any of the paint reps? Randy yep. would. Okay, yeah. Randy knows all the paint. He, reps. I, I bet she does because uh, I should he ask just, him about you just that. Approve the check, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, a good friend of mine that I grew up with. Uh, we used to jam together. He's a guitar player, and and I think he was a, a rep for PPG. I want to say, okay. but I might be wrong. But uh, uh, Randy Sadler, if you're watching, uh, his name is Rick Langley. Anyway, uh, Ryan Rested's watching. I got a bunch of these to go through. Frankie Rodriguez. Um, Randy Sattler says, need some swag as well. Uh, Eric Rice says, let's see the wreck. I was there. I don't know. Paul, did we get the wreck on or not? It's on on my double down. Yeah, that's where I found it. I found it on on actually your Facebook page. Yeah, if you guys Um, got it, you could throw it up there quick if you want. Go ahead. uh, I don't know if he did, but we have uh, Corey Palm says, we have some of the best safety equipment too. Chris Borgen, Katie Staus, Dan Bromstead all watching. 
Uh, Winger Wingless, what's your thoughts? Elizabeth Donahoe, that's why he's AJ Sideways. That is why he's AJ uh, Sideways. Yeah, Marie Stewart, I'm a forever lover of the winged. Brady Fincher, Brian Stell, Starla Jensen, Jenny Barnes, Kaylee Elizabeth, all watching. Uh, Lisa, sound great, Sobolik. Uh, Nick's win is coming soon. He's such a great guy. Can't wait to see it. I thought Nick was going to win his first night, and then he clipped the wall. Yeah, yeah. I did. You were like, I thought you were going to pull a Nolan there. <laughs> I, I did. Yeah. I did. I was Piled like, I was like oh, he came out of four, and I was like, oh, this is not going to be good. And then, uh, and then I was like, did he just tag the wall? And then uh, and I'm like, eh, did I see what I seen? And then pretty, he comes in to get his check at the end of the night, and he goes, I hit the wall. And I'm like, yeah, you came in a little too hot. Oh, piled into the wall. Yeah, that was like opening night, too. Yeah. You know? oh, yeah. <laughs> um, Lisa also says, um, talking about you, he's been helping Adam with the wing car, and it's so nice to have someone other than us giving pep talks. Very thankful. Dusty Lawson, we can all thank the Godfather Miles for his leadership. Uh, Randy Sadler, he's still around. Exalter, oh, DuPont. Okay. Hey, Randy's still watching. Jordan Adams watching, too. Thank you, Randy, for getting back to me right away. He's a dude. Uh, and everybody for watching. We're going to, I think he's going to try to get this on here. Oh, yeah, I think we got lucky here. Here's, this this is from is this from 2006. Yeah, that's an oldie but a, oldie but a goodie. Yeah. Mm, no. So oldie, is it, this is in Fargo. This is in Fargo when they used to have the big half mile. The big half mile, yep. There it is. Boom. Right there. Yeah, and the crazy thing about this was too is that oh, yeah they couldn't change camera like directions hurts. quick enough. But yeah, and, and it's it amazing was, the camera is still there. Yeah, it was, so you're not it was the only person wild. to junk a car in Fargo oh, at the no. half mile. Yeah, yeah, we used to. It's funny. Remember Scotty McDonald? Remember him? Oh yeah, yeah. He's really cool. He would say he would say I know my stuff is good enough. I, I can make it one lap around Fargo's track without my car falling apart. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't. Remember, did you come close to wrecking here? Uh, in in Forks or yeah. on the wingless deal? Uh, I came close here. Oh, you came close to winning, maybe. Yeah, we were, we were pretty close. Uh, last week, two weeks ago, excuse me, in Devil's Lake, we were really close. We finished Where? second. And, okay, I knew um, that. Thank you to you, by the way. Yeah, we, we kind of fell back. There was like 17 cars or something. I mean, mm -hmm. there, was there, was actually a, there was actually a lot of like position swaps in that race. Yeah. If I, if I, I mean, at, at this point, as long as I've been doing it, I mean, like, it all kind of blends together mm -hmm. after a while. Yeah, sure. Um, I want I want you to answer the one question, um, Chris versus Nick. Who was better in the wing car? Who's better in the wing car? Chris's yeah. stats are probably better than His mine stats in the wing were car. Better, yeah. Yeah, but. but if you ask my mom and dad, they'd say, "Oh, Nick was probably better because I probably just didn't burn as much money as Chris did." <laughs> <laughs> so I'll just say that's a subjective answer. But sure, I suppose sure. the, the statistics would say Chris was because yep. he's got wins in the wing column. Yeah. So. Did he ever get rookie of the year? Chris? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, he did. I yeah. figured. Okay. Um, okay. Got to give him some love. So what's the age difference between you and your brother? We're three years. Yeah. Three we years. don't. Yeah. Chris looks like a Sherrick. We're all built mm -hmm. pretty thicker guys. Sure. No hair. And I look like my uncle. It's my uncle and myself, Mike and myself, who have hair, who don't have the exact Sherrick physique. So mm -hmm. maybe, maybe we're adopted <laughs> or something. The good with know. the bad, right? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. So Chris can say he's got more wins, but I can say I have more hair. Oh, so. sometimes that's more important. And that's what Brendan Grover, we call him Chubbs, that's what he's referring to when he's saying the better Sherrick of the two. So, okay. Yeah, and, 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 and you could always say this, you know what, Chris, that was then. This is now. Yeah, look, at, right? look at buddy. Look well, at buddy. either the hair's on the top of the head or it's on your body. I mean, take yeah. your pick. 
Yeah, Chris is having fun, though, too. He went to Devil's Lake uh, the last couple of weeks, and he's having fun turning some wrenches. Mm-hmm. So yeah. We appreciate his help, too. Uh, we got Kaylee says, wing sprints have always been my favorite, only because the wingless wrecks look so much more wicked. Yeah. Uh, after this River City's Outlaw show last week, it's well, been... Well, you have to prep a track different for a wingless yeah, sprint. Yeah, it's been decided Kenneth can drive a late model. I'm not sure I ever attend another Outlaw show. It gives me too much anxiety seeing how fast they go. That was a very, very fast racetrack last week. Oh, it um, was too Unbelievable. Fast. Well, we stayed home, but we watched mm-hmm. it, and it was almost—it was almost too fast. It was fast last week's. It was fast. Yeah, uh, Doogie Hauser, good to see Nick back racing. Brings back some of the good feelings from years ago. Um, Nick, I don't know. You know that win is coming. Uh, that, that first one's coming in a wingless. Yeah. Are, are you going to be the guys? Your your pit and your team are they going to be there till the sun comes up, uh, I, having a party afterwards? I don't know. I think so. if Nick Nick Bowman, Nick and Shay, they're probably the two. Uh, they're probably the two crazy ones on the. Team, but just like everybody, you know, they're all they're all there, they're all jacked up, and then I go, hey, we should be on the radio together, and then they kind of both turtled up. You know, yeah, they didn't want to be out here, but. <laughs> that's funny how everybody talks until you get them in here. Yeah, and but turtle up. <laughs> yeah, if Shay and Nick are if Shay and Nick are both racing, we're we're always at Devil's Lake afterwards, and and they'll go in the bar and make sure mm-hmm. we have a couple drinks there. But no, you know what? They've they've been really supportive and really good too, and and we're just gonna kind of keep rocking and rolling until we get some wins ticked sure. off, and then we'll kind of decide what we want to do. But. Um, we're definitely all of our focus is right there, and I think we're getting some speed. We're getting quicker yeah. and quicker, and we keep learning. I keep watching a lot of game film, and I'm taking feedback and criticism. So uh, I think we can get her done. Are you a, man, a meticulous note taker? Do you have notebooks full of oh, yeah. notes He's from in the every car night? business? That is a definite given. Yeah, 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 yeah. absolutely. My my attention to detail has certainly gotten a lot higher than it used to be. But yeah, we have a legit like set mm-hmm. up sheets and mm-hmm. everything that's done you know it's funny if my brother was sitting here right now he would say that he'd go jesus man leave it alone when he was making adjustments on the car yep, yep. every time he touched so it, I go, you have it are you establishing like a notebook absolutely yep absolutely so, I mean, we have literally a page that says the date what track we're at what we did for hot laps heat yep. feature. Blah, blah, blah. now do you also write down uh, i'm not sure uh, what you guys do but i mean like temp humidity everything. wind all of that kind of stuff everything. barometer all that crap yeah we used to do after that because that affected the fuel on the 410 cars a heck of a oh, lot sure. more oh, yeah. on these I never cars, knew that. Yeah, yeah. yeah, oh, big time. Yep. That's why you'll see a lot of these guys, they have like a little, they call it a weather station, mm-hmm. but it's kind of like sitting on the tire or on yep. the hood. It's kind of a little mini computer looking thing. That's what tells them all that stuff, and then they change what pill they want in the car or whatever. Yeah, that, that, that's where that's the word really pill. That's yeah, Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Uh, people are like, what do you mean pill? Like it's, not, it's not just your draw, apparently. Yes. Correct. No, no. Oh, no. Uh, T. Young says, I have hair. Um, <laughs> yeah, he's got lots of we, hair. We know, T. Yeah. We're well yeah, aware. We're really we're well aware of Sammy Hagar. Yeah, yeah. And, and I ran into him uh, last week. Uh, I don't remember where I was at, but um, that's too bad. He he wanted to get back into it again, and and, and now I think he's going to step away, probably for good, the way it sounds to me. Uh, Ryan Corbett also watching. I have a tough time believing that one. I, he's, you know what he, he told me? Okay, well, you know, he had, he had the Widowmaker. You yeah. know, he had a heart attack, yeah. yeah, and he got all that done. And he said, but um, he goes, I don't know if, if it's the cars or me, but it sounded like he just didn't know if he could really keep up to it anymore. Um, well, if I, he had I, the Widowmaker and just kind of, you know, knowing what Shorty's been through, it might be. Yeah, I, he, but, j- he said he tried, you know, and he gave it. But he, I don't, he, there's no quitting T. No, no, I know. There's I no quitting T. Yeah, yeah. Even well, if it's just antagonizing the officials. There's um, no quitting T. Not T. I was looking, thinking about the wrong guy. T didn't have a heart attack, did he? No. No. Uh, not that I. I know that he kind of had some. He had some. He said that he mentioned something that he had something going on. Um, I think Shorty had the uh, Widowmaker. But who's Who's the young that got back into it 
and into the wingless, and now he's not. That'd be T. Okay. But T still, I mean, he raced he's last. Well, he, I, he T live in Devil's in Lake or Grand Forks? Well, T lives in Devil's Lake, yeah. Yeah. See, now I'm thinking of um, Stephen's dad. Oh, Kim. Oh, Kim, Kim Young. Young. Jesus. Oh, I can't is believe that, I got T is, Young and Kim Young mixed up. Yeah, Kim, Kim stuff is Kim, for sale? Yeah, yeah, Kim's all done. Yeah. Yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. So he tried to get back into it. Uh, T Young, when he was in here, he was a hoot. Freaking yeah, hoot. T's a great I, dude. I still yeah. haven't seen T on a political ballot like he claimed. I know, I know. And um, we actually had, uh, he had, he had told us last year if we put a big, if we gave him a big GFBS sticker, he'd put it on the wing of his kid's sprint car. Well, then I don't know if he blew up or whatever, but he didn't run anymore for the rest of the year. So we had this sticker sitting there. Then we came up with the brilliant idea of let's put it on the water truck at the racetrack. So we had to make another one. Now we've got him on the water truck here at River City Speedway awesome. on both sides. So that worked out really good for all of us. Uh, Billy Schletter, hello, everyone. Um, who all helps you on the car? So it's funny. Uh, one of my guys, they're texting me. Literally, I'm looking at my phone. That, so they're <laughs> listening right now. But Shay wanted me to give Heather a little shout out for the uh, best ribeye in North Dakota at the Devil's oh, Lake Speedway yeah. there. Mm. So. Heck yeah. And it is. It's not just a sign out front. We, uh, we've had those, and they're very good. So if you're, if you're going to be there, you got to give that a shot. They're, um, ha- they're hand cut. Oh. They're, they're really good. We cut them there. We cut them in-house. Yeah. They are not prepackaged and frozen. They are fresh ribeyes, and they are hand cut. Yeah, I haven't stop. eaten it's in a, two days. I was like, it's about lunchtime. You better stop. Shay so yeah. Shay and his, and his business partner, JB, they run First Class Mortgage in town, and, yep, yep. and they're supporters of the race car as well, too. But Shay works on the car. And you know, it's funny. Uh, I, I, don't, I hate to interrupt you. No, I go ahead. I ran into Shay. I don't remember where it was here not long ago. And um, he was the guy that uh, was the money guy when I bought my house 17 years ago. Wow. And I said, I don't know if you remember me or not. And he goes, oh, yeah, your wife still work for here and here. And, boy, that was like, what, 17 years ago? And it's like, holy crap, yeah. dude. Must not have lived through the 80s. But anyway, there yeah. you go. It was good to see him. <laughs> he's, got, he's got a great memory. Him, uh, another buddy of mine, Nick Bowman. Nick, mm-hmm. is, uh, he's worked for Robertson for a long time. But um, huge sprint car fan, Nick Bowman is. And, uh, and Troy Thompson's one of my best buddies. He works for the North Dakota Mill. He's a really good hand yep. on the car. Of course, my brother's there quite often as well, too, now. And every once in a while, we'll get a hand from somebody else. But, uh, no, those are kind of like my four main guys that help out. And then, obviously, a lot of sponsor help. Those sure. guys have been uh, huge, too. Mac Construction. Mac's got a charity golf. Been Tomorrow. Going on. No, it's actually oh, today. Oh, that's today. Yeah. Okay, yep. The, the post was okay, yep. Yeah, them, First Class Mortgage. Excuse me. Um, Hunter Engineering works with us in, in at the main store there. Sean Horn's, of course, been with us. Yep. And a whole lot of friends and family that jumped back on board and helped out. So it's been it's been awesome. Now, you, you took a break. Uh, how many years? 13 years. Yep. Uh, you're 2010 back. till now, yep. Okay, so now you're back. Um, right now, any plans for the future? I mean, you want to just ride it out and see what happens? I think so. Like, you know, it's, it's been good. I think we'll end up with 14 shows this year. The great thing about this series, too, is there's no points. Mm-hmm. So there's not that stress of, oh, my gosh, we have to go. We right, have to right. this. We have to that. Right. Um, my kids still love the lake. Like, there's no doubt about sure. that. We built a schedule this year around being able to race one weekend, then go to the lake, mm-hmm. then race mm-hmm. one weekend, then go to the lake. And we were able to make all but one show in Devil's Lake, I think. And I, You know, you know we, ha- we have a lake in Devil's Lake. <laughs> yeah, how about that? We're actually at Maple Lake. Okay. Oh, Maple Lake we're going to have to sell that place. So yeah. You know, there's a, there's a lot for sale right next to us. We yeah. can call it, you know, we've already joked that it's Racer Row because Steve oh. Anderson's next door. Oh, oh Steve go. is okay. Yep. Yeah, he's out there, yeah. Yep, so, you know, we got the other lot. You know, we can just have Racer Row. Mm-hmm. Yeah, That's Steve's right. invited us to come out there because I'm, I'm dying to bring my boat out there. I've never I've never walleye fished on Devil's oh, Lake. What? I have I have from the bank. 
um, back in the day, and we just pulled up on our road. We, yeah. we, we fished right from the side of the car off the ditch, and uh, we limited out in like an hour of walleyes. But I've never brought – I'm a Minnesota guy. So, yeah. full, you know? so Fuller came out to Steve's one day, and the weather was just shit. And uh, they were just like, they're probably like 30 feet from the shore. And there's a little, I don't know, it's like it's a trough. I don't know what you would call it. And we've just got a, like a little channel. There we go. We got a little channel. And they were just kind of fishing that channel. And within like five minutes of them being out there, boom. And then the weather went to shit. And then the weather went to crap. Yep. But, uh, yeah, no, it's, we, we kind of live right well, we don't live soon to live. Maybe five years from now, mm-hmm. we're gonna sure. just be right there. Where any day we can just go and cast. Awesome, it's gonna be great. Uh, Amanda Joe Enright, great show today. Kaylee Elizabeth, Stevie built that place all by himself. Place looks great from what it, Facebook shows. Yeah, well, I ran into yeah. him the other day. Yeah, no, I've uh, I've obviously I've been there since he mm-hmm. dug the foundation to put yeah. the concrete you know yeah. I've, I've seen the entire watched the entire process and steve did a great job you know it's just him it's just a nice little nice little getaway for mm-hmm. him so um i'm looking at my notes realized i didn't write anything down for the end of the show so i might be asking paul the producer some questions <laughs> when we're getting out of here but so i have um, a question for okay Nick. do you have any racing superstitions oh good question boy, that is a good question so uh, yes, I will say there is some superstition. So it's like, I have to make sure that I'm, and I don't even know if it's superstitions or if it's like micromanaging obsessive compulsive mm-hmm. things or something, but every bolt's got to be torqued on the car before the car will hit the track. Mm-hmm. And by torque, it just goes to 30 foot pounds and yep. make sure that my torque wrench clicks every single time. I handed that over to Troy, one of our guys, and I let him do it. I literally watched him on every <laughs> single, I'm sure he was quite annoyed at that, but he did that. And yeah. then, um, I measure the spacing on my rear tires like 400 times. <laughs> when I'm pulling onto the racetrack, we have like a quick release hub that the steering wheel comes off, you mm-hmm. know, and I pull up on that thing, I'll bet you 12 times. Yeah. Because yeah. I have fear that, that the freaking thing's going to fly off one well, time when I'm going down the straightaway. that's legitly happened to Nolan. Yeah, yeah. It, I've seen it happen more than once. Yeah, so, so, so Nolan bought um, his current late model from Steve Anderson. Goes out and races it, you know, mm-hmm. puts a motor, puts it all together and goes and races it. He's leading by like a lot in the heat race. Steering wheel pops off. Oh no! <laughs> and I think he bounced off Dustin Strand and Joey Peters, and I don't remember exactly who, but he's like. So then he had to go to the parts trailer and buy a new spline and the whole nine yards, you know. And he felt like just like an asshole, mm-hmm. you know. Like uh, they probably think I don't know what the hell I'm yeah, doing, but yeah. I actually know what I'm doing. Yeah. I just kind of didn't have a steering wheel, so then he's like trying to shove it back on, you yeah. know, and trying to hold it down and steer Mm -hmm. yeah so you've heard some of those horror stories you know about some of that stuff and it's like oh man what a helpless feeling for your steering oh gosh i know i couldn't imagine so yeah it's like i'm just like paranoid making sure that thing's locked on there so Mm -hmm. there's a few of those things as far as superstitions go but other than that um if you ask you know some of the renegade guys they would probably say something like yep nick making sure that every square inch of that thing is like soap and watered off perfectly clean Mm -hmm. so maybe there's some of that See, in our household washing the car's bad luck really yep Oh. Well, hey, um, somebody said, uh, it'd be Dusty Lawson says, Nick is the odds on favorite for Nationals Rookie of the Year. Oh, f- how that, do you feel about that, that being in the same, your name being in the same sentence there? That would be really cool. You know, that, that's a goal too. And that's actually the Soblick family put up the Rookie of the Year deal. And, and I'd be, I, I have some goals for this upcoming weekend. You mm-hmm. know, obviously we want to make the big show. That's, sure. that's really exciting. And then, 
Um, if I could get rookie of the year, that would be really wonderful too. So we do have a couple goals for this weekend, and then um, main goal is, of course, to have some fun. But yeah. If we could pick off a couple of those, that'd be really cool. Is this something uh, you'd want to see any of your kids do when they grow up? Yeah, obviously, Hud. You know, he's right. just going to be a part of the team in mm-hmm. his own way. You know, and we'll keep him sure. involved. But uh, Camden Roy, our middle boy, who's going to be five. You know, I want to maybe try to get him in a go kart or something, and. Austin Pierce's son, uh, they got a go-kart, too, yep. for him. He yep. hasn't raced it yet, but they have the go-kart. Mm-hmm. So there's a few of us, I think, that might not team up, but, like, share a trailer or sure. something and see if our kids get into it. But if he wants to do that or if he wants to be a ninja warrior, I'll just support him. Yeah, I was going to say, know, between whatever he wants to between do. you and, and Austin, and, um, I mean, we could throw in Dobmeyer across the street right, from Austin. There, right. you got a whole team right there. Yeah, I mean. yeah, definitely. <laughs> if someone needs something, we, we'll definitely have them covered. But whatever he wants to do, you know, I, it's funny. I always say, like, well, you know, all the other kids, but probably not Hud. Like, Hudson sits in the car all the time. Mm-hmm. At the racetrack, he's in the car. It's like he's the one that's showing the most interest in him. Not wants, even giving the poor guy a chance. Let him but, do it. You know? Yeah. He's, yeah. he's, yeah. he's like, perfectly oh. capable of doing like, it. He's oh. just got an extra chromosome. Yeah, that's right. That's there. right. He can do whatever he wants in life. Sure, yeah. sure. Uh, Brandon says, I think Nick's going to get the win this weekend. Chris Lewis, it's amazing to meet the guys out there who are hard-running family guys. Yeah. yeah. It, it, that juju thing, I don't worry. I don't know if you've heard about this, but uh, we had a string going here. Uh, you come on our show, you win the next race. Oh my it, gosh, it happened a lot, a lot. So we had Dobmeyer on last week thinking it was going to happen. Oh, no. Don't there, that, that. that. The juju uh, took that, a crap yeah, right yeah, there. But oh, um, uh, we've got guys. Brad Sang wanted to be on the show for the rest of the year. Uh, <laughs> Jory Berg, all, same thing. Every time they've been on the show, they Jory win the Berg next race. Jory Berg just wants awesome. to go to the Dome right now. Yeah, he's. Uh, it, it's fun. I um, hope he has another car on order because... I've seen races yeah. at the Dome. There's nothing usually left of the cars by oh, the time they're done. Right, right, right. Uh, Chris Lewis, see you in Forks tomorrow night. Um, you see you doing this for quite a while? Or just I, play it by ear and, and see what happens? Yeah, you know, we'll, we'll, I, I don't really know how to answer that. I, I definitely want to do it for quite a while. We've had some help, like sponsorship-wise and stuff, right? So financially, it hasn't been too big of a deal. It's been a lot of fun. It, it keeps me busy in the wintertime tinkering on some things and... Spending twelve grand on a car is a hell of a lot better than spending forty, fifty thousand, yeah. sixty thousand, seventy thousand, hundred thousand. You know, we used to spend between eight and ten just freshening up a four ten engine yeah. in the winter. So, and the last I heard, it's like fifteen grand just to freshen it. Yeah. It's like every fifteen races. I was like, Ugh. yeah, that part of it's kind of brutal. But you mentioned Chris Lewis. Chris is a hard runner too. He's with the Northern Renegade Boys, mm-hmm. and he's got the Joker car. There's the picture of Joker yep, on yep. it. You know, good family dude too. He sent me a really nice Facebook message here a couple weeks ago after the. Midco put that story mm-hmm. together on my family, and it was really, really nice to see that side of Chris, too. Now, I, I was talking to him. Uh, you were talking motors. Uh, the motors you guys are running, yep. um, they're pretty stout, aren't they? they? They are. So they're like what I have in my uh, race car is actually a 5.3. So it's like out of an yep. old Tahoe or yep. out of an old Silverado. But then there's some different things you can do. The rules allow you to do some different things with the camshaft, and there's some different things that we can do. Make I them a, a little camshaft. bit more durable. Yeah. 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 And, and, and obviously not breaking any rules whatsoever. I've got zero ambition or zero desire to do any of that. Mm-hmm. But it's got a little two-barrel carb on it, but those things rip yeah. pretty good. There's it, not a whole lot of power there, but I, they do all right. I thought somebody – I thought I had heard this. Can you imagine I'm, them with a four-barrel? That's oh, what man. Paul Sobolk and I were talking about that. We're like, Jesus, you know, yep. let's put a four-barrel on it and I, see what like, I, I'm like shunned in Wissota. <laughs> Because I think we should go to the five four, yeah, yeah, or the five three, okay, not a five four. Five four is a four. Never mind. Five three, and we can totally make them feel injected. Mm-hmm. And I already have like the system to check it. Mm-hmm. We don't even have to tear motors down. We can just 
plug it into the computer sure. be like, well, this is what your tune's supposed to be. Oh, that's not it. Right, right. Peace out. Bye. But I think just, you know, when I think of affordability, I mean, what? I right. can go to the damn junkyard and buy one for like five, six, seven hundred bucks. Yeah, and, and I do the just a couple things like change out the trunnions, yeah. you know, change out change out the injectors to like the E eighty five injectors. Yep. I mean, you're into a motor for like twelve hundred bucks. Yeah. And and that beats the hell out of a ten, fifteen thousand dollar motor. Oh yeah. And and Look at the outlaw sprints. You're talking sixty plus thousand dollars. Crazy. Now I don't know if I was dreaming or if somebody actually told me this, but I, I, it seems to me somebody was saying that they had ran their five three for two seasons and sent it off to get freshened or something like that, freshened up, and the engine builder basically sent it back and said, "Doesn't need anything." Yeah, I, 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 I've, heard need anything. I've heard this too, I heard and yeah. I, I can't and I cannot remember who I it can't was. remember who it was either. I don't know if it was Corey Palm or something too. Well, no, because he Corey he he's, the, he's the one building them. Yeah. I, was it Dusty? No, because Dusty just finally had one that I, went. I, was saying, I remember Corey told me he was, and he's on like his ninetieth show or something crazy on his. Yeah, his him. finally went. And, yeah. And, and he said maybe it was at the end of last year he flipped his engine upside down and took the pan off, and he looked at it and he was like, "Yeah, this still looks awesome." Put the pan back on and said, "I'm not putting mm-hmm. anything into this deal," mm-hmm. and, and rocked and rolled, you know. So I'm thinking, if I race 12, 15 times a year, and I can maybe get ninety nights on my engine, it's like, geez, I can race for five, six years. Yeah, know, kids will be graduated. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're rock and roll, and who knows what everything. But you know, I'd like to build a spare. So sure. One if something happens on a weekend, because anything can happen. We're racing, right? It sure beats the heck out of saying, hey, every 15 nights, we got to yank this thing. We got to send it away. Otherwise, if we wreck it, it'll yeah, be Yeah, because there's not a lot of people in this general area that work on sprint car motors. Right. Um, are you excited about running here uh, tomorrow Still, night? Yeah, I, I wish, you know, selfishly, I wish that we could uh, run in forks more than five times a year. You know, I want to race as many times in forks and as devils sure. because I absolutely well, yeah, can. They're, they're close to home. Logistically, and, it's a lot easier. Yeah, and to me, it's it's like my two favorite tracks. Like, I, I love it, you know, and I want to be here as often as we can. Minot, I loved racing in Minot, too, and I'd love to get out to Underwood and support miles on the western side of the state. It's just challenging with my life, my family, you name it. Again, selfishly, it's what's best for mm-hmm. me, which isn't the easiest thing to say, but I love River City right. Speedway. I love the Devil's Lake tight. Bullring style tracks. Yeah, and Underwood's very much like that. I'm hearing that. Yeah, and, and I'm hearing Underwood holds some moisture too, so it's it, bad it, fast. It, it, it does. Yeah. Corey Palm just said I got 110 nights on mine. 110 nights. 110, 110 nights of racing on yeah. the same motor. That yeah. is crazy. Um, I did want to mention, uh, say hi to uh, oh William Dick, Sean Enright, Jason Berg, all watching. Um, um, how are your folks? Terry Blacklance wants to know. They did a lot for racing. Yeah, yeah, awesome. So my mom and dad, yeah, great. They're awesome grandparents. You know, my both my mom and dad, they're winding down as far as their work life goes. I think mm-hmm. they're both going to be retired in less than two years, year and a half, something like that. Sure. They are, uh, they're building a new house in Thompson right on the north end of town. They're actually, I think, Garen just broke ground Monday or something. Oh, okay. So, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of stuff happening there. But it's really cool. I was telling you before the show, you know, my dad... Uh, as soon as he found out I was racing, you know, he was like texting me every day or something, you know, what's going on? What's this? Did you think about shocks? What about this? Blah, 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 blah. And then I was giving him a hard time because the first night of the year went to Devil's Lake to race. Guess who I didn't hear from all day? Yeah. My dad. Sure. Yeah. And, and, uh, my, my dad told me last week or two weeks ago when we were in Devil's Lake or maybe it was the night before that doesn't really matter. But he said, you know, your mom's really happy that you're racing again. And it made me feel really good. So to sure. I learned something about Nick's mom. So she used to be like the lap counter oh, yeah. for Nosa. Yep. 
And that was back when you had to handcuff. Oh, yeah. Yep. You know, and you've seen me handcuff, and I mm-hmm. hate it. She's a but wizard I on the tanky. Yeah. yeah. And she's got, she brings in, a, she would bring in this calculator, mm-hmm. and she would just. Yeah. Not even looking. Like, that is genius. Yeah. Like, why didn't any of us ever think of that? She was a wizard on a tanky. Yeah. Yeah. All right, I got one more question for you uh, before we wrap it up here. This is from Paul Erickson. Um, okay, a couple questions. Uh, uh, Paul Erickson, so Nick, since you have the sprint car frame and the 410 at home, any chance we can see you at River City Speedway for the Outlaws or any other show? You know what's really cool about that? For, that's very flattering, the question is, too. And I, I was nothing special in a, in a 410, right? We were competitive and stuff, but definitely nothing special. And um it, it, it's interesting that that question's asked. Nick Ranton, too. You know, mm-hmm. Nick was oh, a, I know they get it all the time. Yeah, and, Same and, with the Mac boys. Yeah, and, and Nick was really pivotal in helping me out, too. Mm-hmm. He sold me a bunch of their stuff that they were selling earlier this spring. And Nick said a few times, you know, if you want to go racing with the 410 again, I'll supply the wings. So it's like, oh, yeah. It's almost like people are making it too easy to do something. Sure, sure. Oh, we got the wing show in Devil's Lake well, once a year, too. And I have an incredible incredibly addictive personality mm-hmm. and I just don't want to do that to my family and stuff. So I, I, I think the reality is if I put a 410 in the car and put wings on it, like we'd be all in again. And I just don't want to right, do that. Right. So, uh, Paul, I appreciate the question. I think just for now, for the sake of everything, we'll just keep doing the wing. Okay. So I had an inkling that something was up with Nick last fall mm-hmm. because we stopped at, uh, East, oh, East Grand Forks, the, uh, Burger, no, is it burger? Pl- yeah, we ate burgers. Um, sure, it was an east side. Yep. Hmm. Anyway. Anyway, so we're sitting there. We we were having lunch or whatever, and there's this guy sitting on the other end of Nolan. We're sitting at the bar, and you know, I was like, God, he looks really familiar. Who the hell is that? I mean, he's looking at us, and we're kind of, you know, who the fuck is this? You know, and finally he goes, Hey, aren't you guys the people that run Devil's Lake? Yeah. Who are you? <laughs> and it was Nick Ratton. And he goes, yeah, I just sold all my stuff. And then he goes, yeah. Um, Spud Jr., maybe? Yeah. There you go. And yeah, goes, that makes sense. He goes, uh, yeah, I'm getting getting Nick Sherrick some parts here. Okay. Now all the cat's out of the bag. Yeah, and you know what? I just was like, oh, that's interesting. Yeah. You know, but, you know, we just, we hear this shit all the time. You know, like, so-and-so bought this. So, and mm. I'm just like, well. Until I see their ass on a racetrack, I don't take it seriously. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Brennan Grover, so are you going to be able to convince Chris to get back in a car? Uh, I think, you know, the reality is it's funny. Um, if you ask Chris that, he would actually probably say he doesn't have any desire to get back mm-hmm. into a car either. And sure. My brother's a wonderful father, too. They just had their fourth kid yeah. uh, not long ago. And um, he has an addictive personality, much like a lot of us do. And, and I think he's afraid if he sat in it and did something that he'd be all into and just doesn't want to do that. But... Um, I'm enjoying Chris. You know, the table's turned a little bit. He's kind of working on my car at the track mm-hmm. now versus me working on his. Sure. And, and we talk about things coming around full circle. I'm kind of seeing that, too. And Chris and I drifted apart a little bit, you know, because we didn't have much to keep us both in contact. Right. We're both really right. busy people. But you're and, both family men now. And yeah. And, and now that we're racing and Chris is coming to the track a little bit, it's, it's kind of cool because, yeah. you know, kind of rekindled a, a good friendship sure. there as well, too, and, which has been a lot of fun because we've always had racing in common right you know um i want to thank both you guys heather thank you for making the trip um i miss working at devil's lake um i only got to go there once this year and and i really was hoping for a couple of more shows there because uh Lori always comes with me and we have so much fun cat 
fishing. Yeah, I there's a couple of weekends. Um, you know, I have sponsors too that that I got to take care <laughs> well, of. So we, we had to do that. But um, and uh, Nick Sherrick, uh, the driver of the number five double down sprint car, uh, the wingless sprint car. You're going to be here tomorrow night, uh, and then you'll be at Devil's Lake for the weekend. Yes, sir. Uh, we wish you luck. Thank, uh, you. thank you for coming on. And uh, when you get that win, uh, we'll get you back. All right. Yeah, I appreciate that. Thanks so much for having me. All right, thank you guys. Thank you uh, again. Our show brought to you by Rumors Sports Bar and Casino. BT Bill Tyrell and Rumors been with us on Dirty Thursday since day one. I love the place. The Twins are off tonight, but you can go watch the Twins tomorrow. You can watch UND football this weekend too. Wall to wall TVs. While you're there, get some good grub. They have got incredible uh, lunches. They got great dinner specials. Stop in, all right? And then uh, you can have one of those ginormous, world-famous beer tower beers. Uh, Rumors Sports Bar and Casino. All right, here's the part I didn't write down, but coming up yet today, big screens and TV streams will be coming your way at 1 o'clock. Of course, tonight, the best local sports show you're going to find anywhere, and it's at 6.30. It's called the Fork Sports Highway. Bill and Monty and that whole crew do an incredible job. And then at 9 o'clock tonight, it's the Brew Brothers Show. Thank you all for watching. We love Dirty Thursday. I'll be back tomorrow morning. You know what? No matter what you do, make sure you like, share, tag, and follow us. Hit that notification bell on your smartphone. That way it dings every time the Dirty Thursday show comes on. Grand Forks are awesome. The Grand Cities are great. Grand Forks' best source is giving them an identity again.